0: Today is Thursday, September 23rd. Here's your local news from the Kansas City Star. Today will be mostly sunny and pleasant with a high of 76 degrees. Here's today's top story. Parents in the Park Hill School District are demanding accountability for the student or students behind a racist petition last week that they say was a call to bring back slavery. The school district has shared few specific details about the incident, which originated at Park Hill South High School last week. Nicole Kirby, a district spokeswoman, said Tuesday that the matter is considered a discipline incident and therefore the amount of information the district may share is limited, including the number of students involved or the exact details of what transpired. Kirby said, quote, we can't talk about specifics. But we wanted to make sure that we responded and let people know that we don't tolerate discrimination or harassment. Kerry Heron, principal of Park Hill South, shared a message with the student body on Friday, in which he described the racist statements as unacceptable. He said the impact of these sentiments are being felt heavily within our school. Heron said in the statement, quote, we are outraged, hurt and saddened that this occurred. This is not who we want to be at Park Hill South. Our differences make us stronger. We do not tolerate discrimination or harassment. Julie Stutterheim's 15-year-old adopted daughter, who is Ethiopian, heard a vague announcement over the PA at Lead Innovation Studio, another high school in the Park Hill School District, on Monday about the incident at Park Hill South. She was really upset when she learned what happened, Stutterheim said. She heard from a classmate that it was in reference to a petition about slavery. The subject was a difficult one for her daughter to even raise, Stutterheim said. Quote, she said, you know, you're white, mom. So you don't really know what this is like. And I said, yeah, you're right. And she just wanted to know that, something was being done, Stutterheim said. Kirby said there are board policies in place with defined consequences for harassment, including racial harassment, and the district is following those rules. In the days since the incident came to light, Kirby said Park Hill has been doing, quote, a lot of listening with parents and students. In business news, Vantage Airport Group said it removed a Chick-fil-A from its recommended bid for the concessions contract at the new Kansas City Airport terminal following community pushback. Kansas City's LGBTQ Commission issued a letter to the city on Monday asking that it remove Chick-fil-A from the currently recommended winning proposal for the new airport concessions. The group took issue with the chicken sandwich chain's past donations to anti-LGBTQ organizations and said including it in the terminal would be a step back for Kansas City. Justice Horn, vice chair of the commission, said in a statement after the announcement that the commission is thankful to see the Chick-fil-A removed. Horn wrote, Quote, we listened to the concerns of the community and it was clear that there was no appetite for a national chain like Chick-fil-A in the new KCI Terminal. Chick-fil-A continues to fund initiatives that stop the advancement of human rights and they also take the opportunity from a local Kansas City business to be placed in Kansas City's airport. With this news, we look forward to seeing the community member and local business who now gets the opportunity to open up shop in the new KCI Terminal. In coronavirus news, attorneys for Jackson County argued Wednesday morning that they should be able to force Ray's Cafe in Blue Springs to close for failing to comply to the county's mask mandate. Meanwhile, the attorney for the cafe and its owner, Amanda Wolitz, argued the mandate is unlawful, saying the case is not about masks, the mandate or COVID-19 rather it's about separation of powers. The arguments came during a hearing Wednesday at the Jackson County Courthouse in Independence. Jackson County Judge Jennifer Phillips said she will issue a ruling in the case by 5 p.m. Thursday. The dispute centers around Jackson County's current mask order that was reinstated in early August as the highly contagious delta variant drove up cases and hospitalizations in the following weeks, inspectors were sent to raise cafe after receiving complaints that it was disregarding the mandate. A warning was issued on August 18th. Citations were issued on august 27 and twenty eighth The cafe's food permit was then revoked on September 3rd. Earlier this month, Jackson County officials sought a court order allowing it to permanently close the cafe, which is located in a strip center along Missouri 7 Highway. Officials accused the cafe and Wolits of, quote, endangering the health, safety, and welfare of the community. Ray's cafe and Wolits are openly and directly failing to comply with the order aimed to curb the spread of COVID-19 through the community, the lawsuit alleges. Without court intervention, the cafe will continue to operate with flagrant disregard for the rules, county leaders contend. And finally, in education news, Pleasant Hill School board member and business owner Ryan Viscovi died of COVID-19 on Friday at the age of 48. Tuesday night, his fellow board members held a moment of silence in honor of Viscovi, who was serving his third term. And many residents have helped create a memorial, placing flowers, shirts and memorabilia outside of his restaurant, Guido's Pizza in the Cass County Town. Signs placed outside of his business read, Fly High Ryan. Dozens of residents and friends have shared memories of Viscovi, whom they describe as someone who always went out of his way to help others. Jennifer Ramirez, owner of El Dorado Mexican restaurant in nearby Raymore, said quote, Ryan has always been supportive of our business. When we first opened El Dorado he gave us so much advice and tips. I told him that it was our dream to create a culture like Guido's, squeeze your loved ones. COVID can take anyone. On September 3rd, Guido's Pizza announced on Facebook that Viscovi was in the hospital battling COVID-19. An obituary posted by Stanley Dickey Funeral Home said he was a lifelong resident of Pleasant Hill, having graduated from Pleasant Hill High School in 1991. In addition to running Guido's Pizza, Viscovi, along with his wife, Lisa, also owned Kids Incorporated, a child care center. Viscovi served in several roles throughout the community, including as a member of the Chamber of Commerce and the Pleasant Hill Community United Way. You're listening to stories from the Kansas City Star. Find us at kansascity.com to read more about these stories and others.